This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 63 of the Wisdom by Oisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguilar. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. I know we're just barely getting through winter, but I'm telling you summer will be here before we know it. And we have not mentioned a lot about the August WISA trade show. And Sophia is here and maybe she can share some more details with us. I know. I'm surely ready for spring. So WESA usually hosts biannual trade shows with 2020 being the exception because we had just one in January. But WESA and members and buyers might remember a second trade show being in September, but now we host it in August to better accommodate the buying schedule. So the WESA trade shows now take place every January in August in Dallas, Texas, which means that the upcoming trade show will be in August. And when can everybody start signing up? So time has gone by really fast, and it's almost time to register. Both exhibitors and buyers can sign up on westsidetradeshow.com starting on April 1st. And if you do have an account already, you can just head to the login page on westsidetradeshow.com and sign in to register or fill out your contract. And if you don't have an account yet, buyers can head to the August Attend page, and exhibitors can go to the August Exhibit page to get set up. And what are the trade show dates in August? The dates are the end of August, so August 26th through the 29th. And we do have some events and programs planned to keep networking and the whole experience fun and innovative as always. So, for example, we're bringing back the most innovative product awards, which um, are voted for by buyers and gives them a chance to recognize new and exciting products that they see on the WESA trade show floors. Awesome. Thank you. Well, as always, Sophia has set a really great show for us today, and Mike's going to tell us exactly who we'll be talking to. In the early 2000s, Twisted X was a Western boot brand in a tough market. In 2010, the company began reinventing itself by introducing the first casual shoe line in the Western market. While the company has never abandoned its Western boot business, it has introduced a broad line of stylish casual shoes including one produced in plastic bottles and another produced with no glue. It also has a very strong initiative in the social media and community service area with programs related to trees being planted, cancer victims being treated, and programs for vets. Twisted X President Prasad Reddy, Chief Marketing Officer Tricia Mahoney, and National Sales Director Brandon Farquhar join us today to review all of this. We've got a different kind of a show today. We've got a great group discussion coming up from the good folks at Twisted X. Normally, we do a one-on-one type of a show, uh, but we were able to gather the top brains and brass from Twisted X to talk about 
how this company has been growing and expanding over the past few years. We have president and a CEO, Prasad Reddy, chief marketing officer, Tricia Mahoney, and a national sales director, Brandon Forkworth. These three can't tell us how things are going and why they're going so well at Twisted X. There's probably nobody else who can. So let's talk a bit. I read a great story in one of the trade magazines about the growth of the company back to start about 2018. Prasad, it was an interview with you that kind of gave your background and how you got to Twisted X. But basically, when I first met Twisted X, uh, I'll tell you a quick personal story. Back when I was representing contestants, Twisted X sponsored one of my contestants. It was a boot company, a good boot company, but it's really now changed into a comfort Western footwear company. Prasad, why don't you give us your perspective when you came to the company and how you managed to direct the change into where we are? And then we'll also talk to Tricia and to Brandon in terms of new product development, social responsibility programming. I mean, you guys are doing everything down there, including making footwear. Yes, Mike. Yeah, I came into Twisted X in early 2009, around March 2009. And at that time, Twisted X is primarily a Western boot company. And if you if you can recall, for 2007, 2008, 2009, Texas had kind of drought and uh, high temperatures during summertime. And when 2009 summertime came, our sales kind of, I won't say disappeared, but they came down substantially because people were not buying boots during that 110 degrees temperature. So coming from other side of the footwear, casual and athletic side and dress footwear, those footwear will sell during the year, summertime and back to school and all that. So we said, well, we need to develop some casual footwear with the Western idea into it. And so, and bring all the comfort features because I have been all my life long in comfort footwear. So we brought in 2010, January at Visa Market, we brought the first driving mark, comfort casual shoe by Twisted X. And it took some time, but over the course of next two, three years, market and the retailers and the consumers started appreciating the comfort factor of the uh, footwear. So we started growing nicely since that time. And then we brought the same comfort technology and the casual designs into work area also. So our comfort casual work category uh, was formed, which is kind of new at that time, but the Western distribution. So since that time, we've been pretty strong. We never left the Western boot area because that's going to be our heritage. The brand was feel strongly. All the brands have to have a heritage and must stick to it. So we, while we're growing nicely in casuals and work boots, we have a good commitment from the company side to keep on expanding the Western boot categories too. So that, that's where we are. And of course, you know, comfort factors, we 
brought them into the Western boots also. So we're seeing nice increase in that category over the past few months. Well, and I think uh, it's interesting. In the article I read, I think they were quoting a retailer, uh, a Western retailer, and he was talking about the second and the third sale. And his comment was they'd come into a Western store, they'd buy a pair of boots, then they'd go somewhere else and buy a pair of casual shoes, and he he was losing that second sale. They were buying two pair, but not from him. And so he seemed to be very pleased with the fact that with the introduction of the casual line, and now a continued introduction of varieties on that theme, that the Western retailer, the Western boot retailer, by carrying Twisted X other line, has a chance to pick up that second and third sale. And that's got to be pretty important if you're selling boots and shoes. Yes, that's how we could increase our business because uh, we are offering to Western retailers an option so they can provide an option to their customers, the end consumer boots. Sometimes, you know, an end consumer comes and the boot, they don't want to replace within for a year or two, whereas a casual shoes, they may want, you know, they can replace, want to have two or three different kinds of casual shoes. So that's kind of added sale for the uh, Western retailers. As long as you have consumer that's there, might as well try to sell and fulfill all that consumers needs in footwear, especially. Now, bringing uh, Tricia and Brandon into the conversation, obviously you have a line of casual shoes, but Casey can talk to this better than I can. They're attractive. They're good-looking shoes. They're not just something that's comfortable, but didn't have any style to them. A couple of questions. One, who's responsible for designing all of these attractive footwear? How do you bring that to market? Because I go on the website and there's pair after pair and there are variations on a theme. I'm sure they're comfortable, but they're a pair of shoe. You actually casual shoes. You actually want to wear out somewhere because they look good. And that's got to be due to some design strengths somewhere. If one of the two you could talk about the design strengths that your retailers are relying on for you to continue to bring them these great looking shoes. Yeah, Mike, this is Brandon. I can jump in and give you a little backstory with that. So obviously we're blessed to have a really uh, knowledgeable product development team that has just decades of experience across multiple channels of footwear. And it's all kind of spearheaded by our chief design officer, Tuan Le. Tuan is a phenomenal designer, phenomenal talent. And so a lot of the, you know, ideation comes straight from him. And then, you know, we take a lot of influence from the people all the way down to our colors and material specialists here in our product development team and our corporate office. They have a really good eye for the Western industry and that Western flair. They're very on trend with their knowledge of that, both for men's and ladies. So we kind of leverage everybody in that holistic team. And then they also take a lot of feedback from, you know, our sales force who's getting that direct feedback from our retailers. Because a part of our partnership with our retailers is, is listening to their voice, you know, what's selling. That's really what's kind of helped us expand into our four current categories, right? So we offer, obviously, our lifestyle products. Most people know us for, you know, our work products, as Prasad said, people know us for. But our outdoor and our Western too, right? We take that feedback on areas that we can uh, develop and grow and really make sure that we're giving everybody from a customer level what they want across all of our product categories. I think that's right. Casey, you are our fashion member of our team. 
you're going to react differently than I do. I think they look good, but you yeah. have a much better handle on how those fit into uh, Western lifestyle, casual work, whatever. Why don't you give us your perspective? Well, I just, I think loving fashion and I think being in the Western industry, but also loving fashion and being a woman on top of that. I think the most unique part of this whole story is the the vision to revamp this whole company company is quite beautiful, to be honest. So congratulations to, to all of you for that. I, I think it's, it takes a lot in our industry. You know, as you know, there's, there's multiple boot companies and it's really hard to stay ahead of the curve and to think out of the box and what's fresh and new. And you took a boot company, you've now become to me as a shopper, I'd say a full line shoe company, not just boots. And so I think that's really unique. And Mike mentioned all the different colors and styles. Yes. I mean, this is certainly now somewhere you can you can go shopping for outfits. And I particularly have seen so many high school age kids. This really caught on with the high schoolers and the college age kids. But that's really who starts our trend, I feel like, in, in the Western world. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not who really sets your trend. But it seems to me that that's where it catches on is with those high school and college age kids. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree 100%. And we see that very strongly on our social channels. You know, we those that wear Twisted X footwear love Twisted X footwear. Our follower base is so strong and we love it because they're so vocal. But you're absolutely right. We are seeing such a strong, I would say, kind of surge from that younger demographic, that younger audience. We're consistent, I would say, the, the Twisted X traditional profiles, you know, are more consistent with our, our older demographic but now being adopted by that younger demographic. And what we're also seeing is the interesting patterns and pops of color that Twisted X is known for really is very well accepted and loved by our base. And that is something that we strive for is to offer that diversity across what Brandon had mentioned are those categories. And also, gosh, let's not forget our infants because boy, oh boy, yes. those are just as cute as a <laughs> so button. And yeah, the audience base flips out over the infants. Yes. I was just going to actually bring the kids and the infant sizes up because I have a little girl and Mike, you know this, but I'm going to force her to dress just like me until she doesn't want to <laughs> anymore. And this is the perfect opportunity to do so because you offer similar styles in the kids along with mom and just so cute. And I mean, you call one of the styles driving mocks, which obviously is a perfect choice to drive long miles to the rodeos and such in, but they're not designed just to drive in They're They're super cute. But as I'm sitting here, my mind goes shopping, you know, and I'm like, Oh, it'd be so cute to, you know, drive in and you get where you're going and you're still, you still have cute shoes on. It's just, it's interesting. It's very interesting to me. And so many different styles that I want to ask, how often do you create new styles? Yeah, Casey, we, we come up with three different lines per year, approximately 40 to 50 styles every time. So there's about 120 to 150 new styles we create every year. We, we are very product-centric company. Product, we believe, that's the way I was. I came into the industry. Product is the king and queen of the whole brand. So the company, 
So we, we invest a lot of time and effort and research, both from you know, magazines, trend sets, uh, apparel, and also talking to end consumers, what are the trends. The other thing we do is when we bring the product, you know, we we have a saying here, say that it, I should say at least it's it's okay to fail. Fifty percent of the product styles, new styles, it's okay to you know that they can fail. We we expect them to fail. If, it, if not, we're not pushing the envelope. We're not coming up with the new categories. We're not coming up with the new colors. We're not coming up with you know new constructions, which which is important. That's how we get into new colors, new categories. You know, we introduced infants for the first time in the Western industry about four years ago. Now everyone has it, which is good. Things like that. We we keep on working on how to be upfront with the product because you said high schoolers college kids and these this they want fresh something yeah. new yeah. something fresh all the time that's where we we do a lot of research and keep on trying to provide that fresh product to them well and not only are you providing a fresh product to the consumer but to your retailers and so to me if if you're a retailer looking to carry a brand in your store, you know, you, this would be a prime candidate for someone who is interested in always staying on trend and having fresh new things. And the other interesting positive side for your retailers is you do not sell. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, but you do not sell straight to the consumers. You, You only sell to your retailers, correct? That is correct. That's, that has been the theme of the company. That's the way we strongly, strongly believe that we cannot be di- go directly to the consumer because then we are com- we are our retailers. We are competing with our retailers. Sure. We are selling to retailers to sell to the consumer, and then we are going out and selling to consumer. You know, that, that's not right. Sure. So at least we don't feel it's 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 you know. Of course, every company, every brand has to choose their own method of operation, but we feel that's that's not right. We have to support the retailer. We have to support the people who brought us to this stage. We cannot you know, abandon them just because because um, pandemic came and then you know everything stores are closed that we can switch switch our direct to consumer sales on. We don't do that and we, we do not intend to do that. In in addition to that, you know, that is one of the pillars of Twisted X is partnership. For us, our partners are our retailers, and we truly treat them as partners. Not being direct to consumer is just one of the ways we demonstrate that. Other ways are we work very, very closely with them to provide them assets, and whether it's social media or email or creative, et cetera, that allow them to sell more, better, and faster. So we we take a very unique approach in that we do everything we can for our retailers to have them succeed. When they succeed, we succeed. Sure. Exactly. And and the products make for really great marketing material. You know, if I if I look at it from a marketing point of view, it can be hard and it can sometimes be tedious to just market cowboy boots, to be honest. There's creativity and then there's like 
what what do we do now? What, where do we go with this now? But with the amount of patterns and styles and colors you provide, I would just think that the marketing would be so much fun on not only your part, but for your retailers too. Well, I can tell you on my part, it's a blast. I mean, from the <laughs> standpoint of, I mean, there's, you know, there's no lack of, of uniqueness in the footwear from the standpoint of photography and layouts. And I mean, it definitely makes our job fun, um, but it's also challenging, right? Because there's such a plethora for us to choose from. And it's identifying those, the styles that really will make the most impact that ladder up to the larger story of what we're trying to talk about and what's important to us as a brand. As an example, sustainability is just an enormous initiative for us. So also being, you know, partner being one, sustainability is another very, very strong initiative for the company. Trish, I would, I would have to say this goes for you and also goes for Brandon. I mean, you may have what some people would write down as the ideal marketing position. A, a good company. B, high quality products. And C, an entire suite of promotional programs, social responsibility programs, charitable programs that are part of your marketing mix. Yes, you make great shoes, and yes, you work with the retailers and you promote them. But as I looked through the programs, I mean, you have a program that helps plant trees. You have a breast cancer center that you work with and fund. You have a shoe made out of recycled plastic bottles. You have a shoe that does not use glue. On top of the quality of the product itself, you have this entire suite of promotional, social service, community service things at your disposal that A, have to be fun and rewarding to create, but B, they have to help make an imprint of the Twisted X brand on the market. And I'd like you to talk about how those come about, how you utilize them to your advantage. Clearly, if I'm a cancer patient, it's to my advantage. And I happen to have that problem and I had that problem in my family, but it also helps the brand that you're out there investing money and helping all of those people. And my guess is if we were going to talk a year from now, you would have another one. Yeah. Well, first of all, it is, it is fun and it does make my life easier because, you know, usually when someone gets hired in my position, you're usually coming in to fix a problem or, you know, you've got a very big challenge at hand. The challenge that I have at hand is communicating all of the initiatives that we have, because you're right, they are plentiful. And for me, it is, it's a prioritization of who we're talking to and the message that we're trying to communicate to them. It is very holistic, the way that we communicate. Many things go back to our DNA or what is really critical, important to us. Philanthropy being one of them. We give back and we give back because we choose to, because we know it's important. We give back to first responders. We give back to those that are in need. We give back to those that are veterans, those that are being challenged with breast cancer, etc. But I will say this, it's very interesting at Twisted X. Twisted X doesn't give for the credit. And this is a this is something that's really, really important. Twisted X gives back because it is important to give back to our community. And that is just what we do, period. So from a standpoint of marketing, that's not necessarily something that I focus on, but from the standpoint of 
also leveraging our products like shoes with purpose. So we do have certain shoes that are attached to philanthropic organizations that allow us to give back more. But when it comes to, I'm going to pivot off to sustainability being another pillar of Twisted X. It is important that in Prasad, I'm going to, I'm going to very loosely quote what Prasad kind of believes from the standpoint of giving back. It's important that we take care of this earth for our children and our children's children. And we do footwear. And the way that we can work and better our earth is through our footwear in finding sustainable materials and methods that enable us to do good. So from a marketer standpoint, it's plentiful. And I can say I'm going to pivot off to Brandon so he can speak to a little bit of what that means from the sales side of the world. Yeah, I mean, I think from the sales side of the world, when you think with us, with our partners being retailers, we know the end consumer, a lot of times the sale at retail comes from a person's ability to have a deeper connection with the product that they're buying, you know? So it's like, we know that they're passionate about a certain category of products, whether it be Western boots in our case, or our casual shoes, you know, or if it's the denim that they're buying or the shirt that they're buying, but if they can have a deeper layer connection with the brand that makes it, that speaks to them, you know, you had brought up the fact that there's the, you know, connection for you with cancer, you know, survivorship or awareness. You know, we have that with our veterans and our first responders. If they can connect with our products at retail on that deeper level, and it gives them another reason to buy Twisted X or to prefer Twisted X, that's that's just another win for us. It's not all about that, but if that's a byproduct of it, we're happy to do it. In many cases it is, but it's just, I think I, I, I was impressed by the breadth of programs that you undertake. Many companies will have one or two things that they do, but you have this entire suite of things that you devote finances to. You have to devote some manpower to make sure they work in the management way that you want to. And I just think that's a very interesting and important part of the Twisted X personality. Yes, definitely there. We have a saying, we do the right thing, period. It's not necessarily for marketing reasons. It's it's more for you know, we, the marketing or sales have to focus more on the product. We feel product, different various features of product and how to connect the product to the end consumers and all that stuff. The charitable organizations we partner with, we do them because we feel that's the right thing to do. That, that's it. And if something good comes out of it in pub. PR or whatever it is, it's fine. But we, we don't really, for example, five years ago when we started this making shoes with recycled plastic water bottles and planting trees, uh, no one knew about it for almost two, three years. And you know, after we started doing that, other companies started doing it too. But we, we didn't care. That's, we didn't do it for publicity. We did it for because it's the right thing to do. And that, that, that's where we operate. We, Whether it is tough enough to wear pink, as you said, breast cancer uh, counseling center. We've been blessed to be in this position to share some of the blessings. That's how we feel. That's the reason we do that. Well, and I think that's well put. Moving on to a little different topic. This, of course, is the Wisdom by Oisa show. So we would be remiss if we didn't at least bring up the topic of WISA and the role that it's played, its shows have played 
uh, in the growth of your business? Yeah, WIS has been a phenomenal uh, growth avenue for us in the sense that Right, it's the leading trade show organization for us. It, it's it's where we put all of our focus on. It's an all hands on deck type event for our team because we know how much it means and we know how centric it is to the bulk of our retail partnership base. So you know we we've been blessed to work with WISA. They've been great partners with us. You know pretty much since the inception of the company. And as we look forward, you know with WISA now moving into our backyard, that just helps us be that much stronger you know, with, with their trade shows and with the organization. And we're really excited to see where that can lead us as we uh, start to look forward. Okay, great. Because we're pleased to uh, be able to work with firms like Twisted X to make their business and our industry that much stronger. And we do appreciate the three of you getting together and taking the time for this discussion about Twisted X. It's a company that clearly has a direction and a purpose. And from what I can tell from the three of you, a great deal of enthusiasm to move Twisted X forward in a highly successful manner. And we're pleased that you took the time to join us on Wisdom by OISA and tell us that story. Thank you very much. It has been a pleasure. Enjoy talking to all of you. Thanks so much. Thank you sure. all. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank Thanks, you. Show notes and links from today's show can be found at the website wisdombywisa.com. And, of course, we'd love to hear your feedback there's a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. We set where the industry meets.